All right, I have to ask you a question. How do you introduce a podcast? <laughs> I don't, a lot of people have, like, an opening, opening theme, but they normally introduce it, like, a couple of episodes in. Okay. So, well, I don't know. I think you should start doing the theme. Begin. Uh, <laughs> uh, putting you on the spot. Go. <laughs> like, what? Just make a tune. Make a vampire tune. Do you know what? This is, like, my greatest nightmare. I am not musically talented in any way. That's, that's the funny part. That's why I'm doing Wait, what's the name tune? again? Vamping. Yeah, that's that's the name of the podcast. Vamping. There we go, that's the opening. <laughs> oh, you bitch. <laughs> Hello, this is Vamping uh, with Lisa Blackman and guest. Hello. Guest today. Uh, I'm Lauren. Lauren. Lauren, Lauren. Lauren. Four uh, Laurens. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. I hate my life. God damn. <laughs> um, yeah, and the intention of this podcast is to crawl through all of the dregs of vampire media from the very, very good Buffy the Vampire Slayer at times to the very, very bad Vampire's Kiss. How dare you? You know what? That's a lie. I think Vampire's Kiss should be heralded as I think it the pinnacle be. of vampire yeah. media. It needs to be there with like the room. And troll too. Eddie did research on it last night. I was right. Nick Cage did eat that cockroach. Uh, for the people listening, my mouth just dropped <laughs> open. <laughs> yeah, he not only did he eat the cockroach, but it wasn't in the script. I was completely correct. Nick Cage, in full feral mode, just ate that cockroach for the fun. And he also thinks it's like his best film he's ever made. I'm, I'm, I'm so. Okay, you know what, this is meant to be an episode on Castlevania, as you can see from the title, but we're hijacking this. So Vampire's Kiss uh, <laughs> opens in New York, I think, in God no, knows what fucking We cannot, we cannot do Vampire's Kiss, I cannot relive it. I cannot. I'm just saying that if I had to meet a celebrity, I would want to meet Nick, Cle- Nick Cage as his most feral. I, I, I think you'd just put yourself in danger. <laughs> you'd just be He has to be in a cage, but... <laughs> He's a th- Nick Cage is a threat. Um, <laughs> National security threat. So we are actually, uh, this episode, going to be discussing Castlevania. Yeah, a Netflix original. I think it's um, adapted from a video game. Yes. Yeah, I didn't know if there was other bits. I just know it's also a video game. Um, I feel like for some episodes of this podcast, we're going to come into it really well informed like really knowing a lot about like the the wider universe of the topic and like, yeah. the, like the details of production i feel like castlevania you've seen all of it yeah i've seen season one which is what we're talking about today and uh, that's the extent of our knowledge yeah basically i don't even remember what any of the characters are called mate it's vlad <laughs> it's vlad tefez i don't remember tefez. what alucard's actual name is i feel i think it's something like that I could, I could. Oh, it's, it's, it's Alucard Tepes, right? No, that, uh, that's what the humans call them. Dracula and Alucard is what the humans call them both, but they actually do have real names. Oh. Uh, and Alucard's actually called Adrian. Adrian. Fahrenheit Tepes. <laughs> um. Uh, no. Take a minute. What? Yeah, it says it right here. No. <laughs> Fahrenheit! <laughs> Fahrenheit! <sighs> That's criminal. Um, and then Dracula is actually. Let me let me get it up. 
I really hate this because as I'm ter- I'm typing it in, it's like Dracula X Reader, and I'm like, please stop. He has a wife. Um, <laughs> she. <laughs> Choked at my tea. <laughs> oh no, Dracula! <laughs> Dracula is called Dracula, but it's Dracula Vlad Tepes, and then his so, son is so, Adrian so Fahrenheit Tepes. No, but they so call his him... first name is Dracula in this. Yeah, his first name isn't Vladimir. It's it's. Dra- <laughs> yeah, it's, they've swapped. They've yeah. swapped. They've given his 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 first name is his last name. <laughs> his middle name is his first name, and then Tepes is there out of absolutely nowhere. Yeah. Does Tepes have a history? <laughs> Is Tepes a vampire thing? <sighs> do, do you know what? Maybe we should have done research. I mean, maybe. Oh, Tepes is is just uh, a, a different. It's Romanian for impaler. Oh, there we go. Okay, that's Google. far more valid. Fahrenheit, I still have a massive problem with, but um. Yeah, let's not even think about that part. <laughs> is it because he's, he's so spicy? Maybe. <laughs> well, literally, I started typing in Castlevania Al- Alucard and it was like, X Reader Lemon. And I was like, no. Christ. I marked this podcast as explicit on the off chance that we swore, and I think we've um, successfully ticked that box. Well, yeah. <laughs> with, with just the word lemon, which shouldn't have. The connotations, the connotations it does. For any reader from like young Gen Z who's listening to this, just just be glad that you didn't come from the time of fan fiction that we came from. <laughs> I feel like the descriptions are far more clear now. Be relieved. Be relieved. <laughs> be relieved. But yeah, that's they're the two vampires in in the series. Well, in because we're just going to talk about season one because also I've only seen season one, so no spoilers for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They're the only two vampires in season one. I'm gonna hot take you, and then you're gonna hot take at me. Okay. So I thought first season of Castlevania was really, really weird. Um, it's a four episode miniseries. About half an hour each. About half an hour each, and at no point could I figure out where the plot was going. <laughs> or who was meant to be an important character. Because the first episode is about Dracula, and so it starts off with Hot Babe, who likes science, whose name is... Lisa. Lisa, which is ironic, because my name is Lisa, so I should have got that. Lisa <laughs> goes to Dracula's castle, because she's like, I want to be a doctor, and I, for some reason, think that you, a vampire, can help me with this. Um, she sasses the hell out of him while he's trying to be a threat. Um, and she just ignores him and he's like you ignored me trying to threaten you that's really quirky let's get married (laughs) she's actually more like you're really fucking rude Uh, you need to sort it out and he's like oh Uh, (laughs) no I know but he's trying to be really threatening and she's like rude and he's then like I'm charmed by this (laughs) so delightful maybe she is actually a witch and she just used a charm spell I mean maybe so yeah that was that was Weird but funny. I should get my notes because I've written down some of my favourite lines. Yeah. Now, now is the portion of the podcast where Lisa searches for her notes. Uh, <laughs> well, the the first episode is basically Lisa turning up to Dracula's huge ass castle um, and being like, "I want to learn science. Please teach me. Um, I'm not a witch. I would actually like to help people." She, she sasses him out, and he's like, "All right, hard cut, burning at the stake." Yeah. <laughs> Literally, and then she's getting burnt at the stake because she's she's been dubbed a witch because the church doesn't like women. Doesn't like women and doesn't, doesn't like, like science. science. 
which is a big thing because like actually that one of the whole reasons that the idea of witches was created was because naturalistic magic used to be very very common in the uk yeah um like loads of different uh sort of societies and villages and towns yeah. would have healers they would go to they'd have people who would do like divination and things like that um, and then the church obviously invaded uh, and all the Christians came over and they Disgusting. were really annoyed that they didn't have all the power. Um, and it was a case of, well, we want people to be reliant on us to do all of these things, yeah. like protect them, which is why they criminalised magic and invented the term witch because no one called themselves witches when magic was actually a thing. Um, that term sort of got brought over and it's, has like, a lot of biblical connotations and things like that. Yeah. And... Um, Yes, they hate science because science e- equals not like, being reliant yeah. on them, and they need that exactly. because early capitalism probably. Part yeah, of it. it's all tied together. It, it is. It is. Uh, and then, so she's getting burnt at the stake. She'd convinced Dracula to kind of be a bit nicer about things and go travelling and see the world and shit like that. But Which I thought was cute. No, you say be nicer about things, right? I think she'd convinced him that she was nice. And that maybe he should go on holiday. I think yeah. that's the extent of her influence. No, she was she was kind of like you, like you know that I'm nice. Um, the world has changed. You can yeah, go but... out and see the world and see that people aren't as terrible as they were the last time you left your house, which was yonks ago. <laughs> but no, he, there was no evidence that he found that. Like no, there was, wasn't. She, so there you, wasn't any evidence that I he found it. I think she was trying to teach him that. Um, but to be honest not true so yeah. you know <laughs> well, he came back on holiday to find it, his little hut house place burnt um, I didn't appreciate him threatening the old lady that was just bringing like the place flowers for, for Lisa rather than going to watch her getting burnt that was unnecessary he was really mean to her he was like I'll tell you to leave now but also fuck you it's like <laughs> she didn't do anything he is a drama boy and oh, yeah. he needed to establish his dramatic dominance <laughs> in that sequence. Um, so he threatens this woman, then it's really funny, because they think that she's a witch and she's consorting with the devil. Dracula, not using his big brain, <laughs> appears as a flaming face. As the flames that have just burnt her body. <laughs> and then it's like, you killed my wife. Which, I mean, people thought that witches were married to the devil, yeah, like that, that's kind of a thing. So Dracula really not strategizing with his messaging here. Not at all. Um, rocks up and goes, yes, she was married to a demon. And everyone's like, well, well done, you've proved it for me. <laughs> we, we weren't technically wrong. Uh, like, anything, we're in the wrong, but we weren't wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then you see, like, this priest guy that just looks like a bit of a bellend. Um, and Dracula at the end of the episode is like I will give you one year and everyone's like <gasps> but he wouldn't have given them one year he just needed that time to sort something out well it was one year to to leave but I'm confused is there more continents was the implication yeah. that if they buggered off to another continent they'd be fine I think so I think he's taking over Wallachia again okay cool but see that's fine they should yeah yeah, but I think, on the one hand, I think Dracula doesn't really understand the class structures oh, no. that exist. Because if you're a poor person... How could they? You can't You can't leave. And yeah. the poor people are the people... Well, okay, right, this is the thing. 
It's Sorry, Dracula, show... you have no awareness of the current society. I mean, dra- vampires, as will be discussed <laughs> again and again and again in this podcast, are the bourgeoisie. <laughs> It's very rare that a vampire is not the bourgeoisie. Even Spike in Buffy, who is presented like a punk rocker, working class lad, you find out was the bourgeoisie when he was alive. Um, He might have been a bit of a naff member of the bourgeoisie, but he was still one of them. Um, You just can't win. Um, In fact, Liam is the only one who's not was not the bourgeoisie as a human, but then became the bourgeoisie. This is the transition. Angel became bourgeoisie and Spike became working class. Um, but yeah, Dracula that is going to be the essay is... that I present at the uh, World Vampire Conference of 2025. Um, so no, the point, the point I was trying to make there is it's a show that's trying to say that you can't blame humanity for the worst of them, right? Mm. It's It's like... That's sort of the running theme is that um, there are people in society who suck and they are the church, um, yeah, according to the show. Um, and you can't blame the ordinary working man. But for a show that is taking that message, they sure did show us a really, really long scene about a man describing that he beat up someone who had sex with his sheep. Oh my God, that was so funny. It's like... The, the, work, the average man, goat. the average oh a goat, the average man. You can't, you can't blame them. You can't. They're they're just trying cut, hard cut to just the longest, the longest scene. It was the longest conversation. It was, it was, <laughs> and I was just watching it like, okay, this show definitely, definitely, it's not for kids. Yeah, well, that that happens when they're introducing Trevor Belmont, who the Belmont. Wait, wait we still technically haven't finished. So, so that's at the Dracula, end of the Dracula first brings episode. down because even in. Is that no? Is it? That's at the very end of the first episode, I think. I thought that was at the very start of the second episode. Oh after... no, it carries on. So it's like the very end of the first episode. It glimpses him at the pub, and then it carries on as the right, first right. bit of the second. But, but episode. we have we have Dracula before we get to that rain down hell. Yeah. Oh, before he does rain down hell, though, we get a vague glimpse of uh, another person. You don't know who it is. And they fake it out because they fake it out like it's Trevor because Trevor has a scar. And I thought throughout the first Did few you? episodes that that was Trevor. No, I be- didn't because think that. of the scar matchup. And I was like, oh, so Trevor somehow knew Dracula. Maybe that's a thing. I wasn't sure, but I was like, possibly. oh, okay. But then obviously you find out that it's Mister Temperature, um, <laughs> spicy, spicy Fahrenheit. Um, yeah, it's, it's Dracula's son. Wait a minute. Not thought about this. How old is Dracula's son meant to be? I could look it up. Look it up. It, it, if it says. Because I'm not going to lie, Lisa looked basically the same age when they were burning her at the stake. You've got to remember this is anime. Yeah, but she looked the same age. It, I thought that it was a flash forward a few weeks until we found out like that they were married. And I was like, okay, probably more than a few weeks. Uh, he has just turned 20. <laughs> so she's twen- at minimum 20 years older than she was before yeah i feel like the show should have told us this because i think that sort of changes it as well because i kind of thought that he fell in love with this random woman who came into his house and then i kind of got the vibe that they like knew each other for a few months did some science experiments maybe it's like a scene from the scene from ghost but they're like <laughs> making herbal remedies um oh that, that sort of vibe yeah um and then and then a few like months pass and then they get married and a few more months pass and he goes on holiday um, and then she's burned at the stake and then he like throws a massive fit and ends the world it's very different if it's been 20 years 
Well, yeah, I guess so. Uh, I suppose that becomes more clear as you go along. I mean, I don't even... Part of me is like, yeah, Dracula didn't even overreact. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously he did, but, but it's a bit of a mood. Oh, it's a mood. Yeah. But, okay, well, so the first episode... It, I, too, take a year to put any project into action. Yeah, so he says that he's annoyed that he's given them a year, but it takes him a year to summon the Night Horde. Um, then he... then. This, this mysterious character, which you later find out is Alucard, tries to stop him, but evidently doesn't, because at the end of the episode you see the Night Horde, which are weird, like, gargoyle-looking creatures, yeah. basically killing a bunch of people, and then you, at the end of the episode you get a glimpse of a, a new main character, which is Trevor Belmont. Yeah. And that's, it. that's the end of episode one, in and a very confused <laughs> discussion. So, right off the bat, I'm like, okay, the world's been ended. Is the show about unending the world which i think it kind of is but i was i was quite confused um just about where we were going from this point forward mm. um and also the night horde massacres the first city right oh yeah. it looks like they kill every single thing and yet we then go to the next episode which seems to be a few months later by the looks of things and the Night Horde has been to the new city, or has been around, and yet there's this little pub with people talking about. Oh, okay, goat, I can answer goat that for bestiality. you. So, why, why aren't they all dead? Um, I think the Night Hordes attack the main cities. Okay. First, so the first city how, that they attack wipes out all the main cities, though. Like these people have no idea how to fight these monsters. Well, um, until Trevor and, comes until along. Trevor, <laughs> until Trevor. But I don't understand any of their ability to. I think in general this. they. Okay, well, this is I guess a minor spoiler. They no, were... no, no, no well, spoilers. They, they, where spoiler, where the gargoyles just... are. Like not the gargoyle, the night horde. Uh huh. Like it's it's not just out and about. They return each each the, oh, each okay. night. They return to the castle. But, but the castle can move. Well, I won't say anything about that, but... <laughs> oh. It needs to be better it, explained in the first season, is what I'm saying. If the first season is all set up, which it is... It is all set up, yeah. Then it needs to set up... I, I need to not have questions, because it's it's well, four it's supposed half to hour episodes you... of set up, and I'm still like, how are people alive? <laughs> I think the second season came out, like, really close. Uh, okay. Um. So I think it kind of was like, here's a taster of what the real stuff is going to be like. Gotcha. So we get introduced to Trevor. He's like, what would you call it? Scruffy. Emo. <laughs> He's a bit of a whiny bastard. Oh, he is. Um, that's from this prestigious house Belmont, but he's, um, what's the word? An outcast from the family that basically was a family I know, of I thought, monster I hunters. I thought the whole family was outcast rather the than The whole him. family was outcast, but he was outcast from his family. So he's, he's double outcast. Yeah, because he's, cause he, all of the Marx Belmonts are supposed say, to be dead. He has double outcast oppression. Yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> <laughs> because that's the reason he's alive. Because uh-huh. all the Belmonts are dead. Right. Um, but he's alive I, I think because he was an outcast from his own family. Again, I think this wasn't fully explained in the first season, but I don't think it's spoilery enough for me to be like, you can't say that! Because <laughs> I feel like we should be able to figure this out. But um, 
Trevor then, in, in, in the conversation that I've come back to a thousand times about the goat, <laughs> he, he manages to insert himself and get offended in, in such a weird way, because they're talking about how the class struggle. They're like, rich people have loads of money, we're poor, that sucks, we hate the families. And then they list off a bunch of families and they include the Belmonts, but they're not talking about, like, the monster hunting or anything like that. At that point, they're talking about the class struggle. Yeah. He then awkwardly bundles over for more beer, flashing his little shieldy thing by accident, and then proceeds to get into a big fight with them where they're... It it kind of frames it like, huh, they're being so mean about Trevor. (laughs) And I'm like, they're not talking about the outcast stuff and the monster stuff. (laughs) They're talking about class struggle, which is really valid for them to complain about. Well, yeah, I mean, about. actually, it's, it's, considering they're, they're literal goat fuckers, I would say oh, that, that it was quite intelligent of them. Why did they have to make the working class goat, goat shackers? I'm just I don't a bit, know. It's a, it was a choice. It was a choice. It was a choice. Yeah, 100%. But, I mean, uh, in my oh. notes for the episode, I put four out of ten conflict avoidance for Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the highest score he gets all season. <laughs> and he gets chucked out of this pub and he goes and takes a sleep in, in the woods. That's that's basically what happens that episode. What else happens that episode? Is that... That can't be all... No, no, no. Because in that episode, he goes to the new city. And oh, he goes okay, and he, okay. He goes in through the sewer and he sees that they've got, like, a wall up, which is really redundant because they're flying gargoyles. Yeah. Um, and he goes in um, and he meets... I, th- I think he meets the Watchers this episode, but I the don't speakers. think he goes... Yeah, the speakers, that's it. <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, he meets <laughs> the speakers, um, who seem very odd. Yeah, they're kind of like... Um... They're, like, they're, 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 they're meant to be nom- stand-ins for pagans, they're right? They're supposed to be a nomadic tribe um, that uh, exchange knowledge verbally, so nothing's written down. Yeah. Um, and he like goes around and he talks to all the villagers and all of them are blaming their troubles on this, this group of people. And it seems as though this has been sort of supported by the church and Christianity yeah. is saying... Yeah. yeah, especially when you then see a priest attacking one of them with a knife literally priests with weapons all over the place it's great it's ridiculous you're early on in preacher priests with weapons very funny oh i mean yeah but it's just ridiculous also um and then you find out that the current bishop in this city is the same one that was the the lead person that burnt dracula's wife at the stake yeah because he's the one that was basically was like yeah so he's the one who's responsible Um, he essentially is and he sasses Trevor. It, like, it's one of those moments where someone thinks that they have a lot of power, so they're like, ha 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 ha, and they have no power. So he's like, you better get out of this city, Trevor. I'm giving you this one chance to live. Also, let us kill those speakers. I'm the head of the church. Yeah. Get wrecked. This was after Trevor had uh, basically took out the eye of one of the priests that tried to kill a speaker. Yeah. Which I I won't lie, I love that scene. It, it just gruesome. flying out of his his skull. Mwah. <laughs> Chef's kiss. <laughs> Chef's kiss. <laughs> um, yeah. I goes flying. Yeah. He um, meets the rest of the speakers and uh-huh. they say that they won't leave because they one of the grandkids is missing. They won't leave without his like the other speaker that's missing because there's a whole prophecy to do with the city that there's a sleeping soldier that will save the world kind of thing. And the prophecy might be from the future. Yeah. 
love a bit of love a bit of shady time yeah. shenanigans. Yeah. So Trevor goes underground and fights the Cyclops. Yeah, fights the Cyclops, which I think is pretty cool. It, it's a very very cool fight scene. Like. I really like it. I there were some really good fight scenes throughout the whole series. I feel like they did it real good justice. The, it's one of those things where, like. Well, we're watching Avatar as well at the minute, and the fight sequences in Avatar are just very, very well and interestingly yeah. choreographed and animated. And the same is absolutely true of this, in that the sort of camera work, which is so silly to say for a- animation, but it's... The no, no, the... it's not. Like, they put a lot of effort into that kind of thing. And I think if you watch... But like... I mean, there's not, like, a literal camera as well. Yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I think... If if you watch like other animated series, you'll find that if it's if it's a I think it's shonen, ones with fighting scenes and stuff like that, you'll find that they put a lot of effort in because they know that if they don't, people aren't gonna watch it because that's basically what they're there for. Ruby, um... <laughs> but I also really liked the the fact that the way that Trevor fights is it's clumsy. They've not made oh, him yeah. like this really proper fighter. He's like proper clumsy. It seems like he accidentally <laughs> does everything. Well, no, I think I think he's he's clumsy in, he's he's both clumsy and incredibly skilled because the way he moves his whip and stuff. Yeah, like the way he, he what does he do? Throws a sword in the air, catches it with his whip, and then no, the sword it into the Cyclops is, is eye. in the Cyclops, and he whips and catches a sword, and then, pulls and then it out goes into his eye to kill the Cyclops, which. which releases all the people that have been turned to stone by the Cyclops, yeah. including the speaker person, yeah. who he then finds out is um, Siphon. Siphon? 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 Si- I think it's Siphon. Um, maybe, maybe we should look that one up. Maybe we won't. Um, <laughs> mean! But also, I didn't remember. I'm useless at names. Um, and she's, yeah, yeah, the granddaughter of the, of the main speaker guy. Um, and... Trevor makes a remark of like, why don't you tell me it was a woman? And it's like, Trevor, you need to be stopped right now. <laughs> um, he was like, oh, it really annoys me that speakers dress all their women as men and they're like, oh, it's safer to travel that way. Which implies a lot in to do with the world. Like, Jesus. Um, I mean, we did see a woman get burnt at the stake um, yeah, yes. in the first <laughs> 10 minutes of the show. <laughs> um, I feel like it was very clear from the <laughs> offset that, you know, not great for women. Not great. Not great at all. Which is why I'm glad we actually got another female character, because I am a little bit like, any show where it's like, it sucks for women in this world, oh. and then it doesn't give you female characters. Yeah, I'm and like, let's not even, we haven't even gotten to the fact that she is the best. Oh, she's pretty good. I love her. Like, Which is why I think we should look up her name, because I feel mean I if think we're getting it's it wrong. So I think it's so fun. Um, but yeah, she's introduced, they return to the speakers, uh, and Trevor's like, now, please leave and that's when he gets taken away i think to the to talk to basically they surround him and he's like i'm not allowed in the church and he's like actually no the the thing of your banishment means that if you're summoned you have to you're obliged to come into the church and he's like if i set on fire <laughs> like something happens like the dialogue oh the, I like sassiness of every single character. The, the, They're all sassy AF. The dialogue carries me throughout this, because this, this is what I wanted to say. Um, I think the plot leaves something to be desired. Cypher. 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 Okay. Why do I always think it's Siphon? Because Siphon sounds like si- like Siphon, which is yeah. like a, pump, wait, a, a water pump. 
So I was like, I don't think she's called water pump, but then again, one of them's called fucking Fahrenheit. So <laughs> God, honest to God, who knows? But yeah, it's Cypher. Uh, I love that. Cypher. Actually, makes sense. Yeah. Um. So that's 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 kind of the end of episode three, isn't it? No. No. I. I. I, I don't know. It's the end of something. Um. I can't remember where it cuts because it is all just one continuous story, basically. Yeah. yeah. Well, basically, what happens is uh the villagers go to try and attack the speakers but trevor's there and i don't know Well, because no, this is the big thing he's like i don't care about people people suck and yeah. cypher's like no i care about people people don't suck uh, and that's very compelling it's uh, also uh, <laughs> a nice really parallel <laughs> yeah you know, a nice parallel also cypher looks a lot like lisa yeah like a lot i thought it was lisa at first <laughs> i was like ah <laughs> maybe she was a witch what? maybe yeah um but essentially the villagers come to try and attack the speakers um but trevor but comes out he's hidden them he's hidden them underground in like the crypt area where he found cypher um where the dead cyclops is and they're like uh, is, it, is he sure it's dead <laughs> and the the villagers come to, to kill them but he's there and he does a big speech of don't you find it really bloody weird that all these priests have weapons guys um, <laughs> and then he's talking about how these priests are trying to make the villagers murderers and then the villagers just straight up kill this priest <laughs> and I just thought that it, bit was so he, funny he calls out the church and not only does everyone just instantly believe him but then they're like, let's just take it in turns to very gently slide swords through this man. Yeah. Like, and he doesn't react. He kind of just takes it. He just takes all the swords just going through him. Yeah. One after one. Uh, but during this time, the Night Horde is coming. It seems, it's, it's almost as if they know when the Night Horde's coming. Because it doesn't seem like they've come previous nights. So maybe it's like that they only come occasionally or something. Yeah, they might be alternating the cities now that yeah. I know that they've got to go to the castle all the time. Eh? Yeah, I think that's the case anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the Night Horde descends on the city and basically um, Trevor is like, oh no, I can't do this all myself. Um, but um, Cypher... No, the villagers then go to try and attack him and Cypher does her magic. Yeah. And no, that was before. That's before that was the before priest. the priest. That's before yeah. the priest when Cypher rocks up and is like, does witch shit, which is really funny because she does witch shit. And they're all like, you're a witch. And she's like, nah, but I'm cool though. And then they just, again, they just believe her. <laughs> they just believe her. There is no evidence for what these people are saying. She, They've all believed the church up until this point. And then Cypher literally just does some magic. And she's like, I don't serve the devil. I serve good. Well, she's like, actually, I'm a st- scientist. Like, she's, it, I don't know. She does something and... But it's so unbelievable. Like, everyone's just instantly like, yeah, I guess. Literally, sure, sure thing. Um, they kill the priest. You find so you found out that Cipher has like different Magic, magics, yeah. uh, and then Trevor rallies together the villagers to defeat the night hordes as they're going over, which is also pretty cool because then they actually do. Um, but during this time, uh, a different kind of night horde beast, the one that's like glowing, has gone to visit the bishop. 
Yeah. Uh, which I really loved the scene because the bishop is like, you can't be in here. This is God's house. And this night beast speaks to him and says, God is no longer here. He no longer, like, approves of... No, I've got it written down because I love this. It was, your God's love is not unconditional. And then he goes, he does not love you. And then, and then the, what I liked more is, but I love you, we love you, and it's like, oh, it's so creepy. Uh, and well, obviously devours this bishop, which... which, which seems, I'm a little bit like, because the bishop is the reason the wife's dead, so he almost feels like he should be the opposition to Dracula, but he's just dead now. Yeah, Dracula did a blanket statement. Yeah, I, I know, but I feel like you can almost have that confrontation of, look, Dracula, here is the culprit, this is the person you should blame, but now he's dead. Yeah, but I he suppose got... Dracula didn't even... Care. He didn't even try to find out the, the specifics, did he? Yeah. He just went, all of you are responsible. And in a way, he's not wrong. No. But he also is kind of wrong. But yeah, um, so the bishop dies, um, and then they get rid of the night whores, but in the process... Uh, Cypher and Trevor fall through the ground into like more of the underground bit which Trevor has already noted that it's a, it's likely a trap and it looks like the description said of cast- of the castle of Dracula uh, and down there is a coffin which wait, wait, wait. first let's talk about the ludicrous there's loads of cogs. thing they go through which is this weird hyper steampunk oh, underground yeah. cavern that is massive and I'm literally just like, what logistics put this here under this city? Because it's implied to yeah. us that, that thingy, Fahrenheit boy, has only been under here for a year. So has this been here? Was this here before? Okay, I feel or did like he I rock can... up injured, wounded, and go, I'm so wounded, let me quickly build a steampunk utopia okay, that so will fall apart I, the first I, time someone comes not, down here. I'm not, like, certain because it doesn't really properly explain it. you got to remember these are based on games. So yeah. a lot of this stuff is probably just taken... From the games. And the games was like, let's make this nice and visual yeah. kind of thing. Um, but I feel like it's almost implied that Dracula was the ruler of the entirety of Wallachia. At one point. At one point, which would explain why all of these mechanisms that are similar to his castle are across Wallachia. Uh, um, but he's no longer. He then became a recluse. He stopped doing all his killing. He just didn't leave his castle. And then that's why she approached him and was like, hey. That's some vampire diaries shit right there. Science. Just, there's some vampire diary <laughs> shit right there in that the vampire has killed a bunch of people and has made no effort to repent, but a girl is like, he can get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, to be fair, what she wanted to get was science, and I feel like his sexy vampire bod was a bonus for her. <laughs> I love that she said, she's like, I don't believe in superstition, and he has the biggest fangs on the planet. His va- like, the, the vampire fangs in this show are not messing about. It's like, oh, did you not know? Did you not know I was a vampire? <laughs> like, they're pretty big. She's like, I just don't believe, I believe in science. <laughs> this vampire's like, Okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> if you're sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he does then show a science, so it's still there, you yeah, know? Yeah, but I'm not, are these science vampires? <laughs> Is it like a fungal disease? <laughs> but that's that's why I'd explain that there was stuff under the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, that and that's sense. where Alucard, that's, you see the coffin under, under the thing, um, and Trevor's like, 
that's a fucking coffin. This is Dracula. Stab him. Uh, and Cypher's like, no, this must be the sleeping soldier. That's the prophecy that we've been hearing about. Um, and then they step on, like, a trap. And can I just say how extra Alucard is? Like, the coffin... Like the cogs start turning, the coffin starts going up. It opens and he's like floats out. And he's like got this luscious long hair. And he's like, here I am. <laughs> you guys can't see this, but Lauren just rose up, extended out her arms and started like flowing out her hair behind her, like mag- majestically. Um, which is why I was laughing. Um, oh God. Yeah, yeah, he he comes out. He's very extra. Um, yeah. Conflict conflict resolution zero. Oh, zero. No zero. zero. I'd say zero because yeah. Trevor literally just goes, "You're a vampire. Let's. I'm gonna stab you right now." Murder, murder, murder time. Um, and he's got a floaty sword, which I love. The sword's very cool. The, the sword is very cool. Um, so he like that can control the sword without holding it, and he can float. Uh, and they ha- another cool fight scene happens between Trevor and Alucard. Um, and Cypher's just standing there, like, conflicted. Because she's like, this should be my sleeping soldier. But also, yes, he is very obviously a vampire. And also very obviously attacking the hell out of the guy who saved my life. I, I really don't think she gives a damn about no, that, though. Yeah. She's just like, well, you know, what could I do? It was a, it was a cyclops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, so it's fighting ensues uh until well alucard's um, like um interrogating them almost while he's having the fight yeah. because obviously trevor's gone in there saying you must be dracula and he's saying and i've got to kill you and trevor and saying all this stuff and alucard's like well what about this and then it's revealed like alucard is there he could kill trevor but trevor's also like i could kill you um, there's this whole speech about Trevor's, Trevor says that he doesn't care if he dies in the process of killing him because that was the point, like, to yeah. kill him. It doesn't matter if he dies in it. Uh, and Cypher just stands behind and is like, look, I will also blow your head off, so can you guys just quit it, like... Calm down, <laughs> boys. The pissing contest is over. Let's, let's just progress here. <laughs> I'm better than both of you. Um, and then Alucard basically says and reveals like the rest of the prophecy which was that the sleeping soldier would join with um a, hunter a warrior and or a... hunter and then a, a scholar right, which yeah. i think it, and that and obviously the speakers are scholars of as such yeah. and the so we, we've got some we got some classic destiny stuff yeah so they're here. they've they've they're, the three of them are like the prophecy three to go and defeat dracula and we have our comedic uh trio. unlikely trio yeah uh, wacky adventures are sure to ensue. Oh, and they do. <laughs> I, I, I'm looking forward to it, because this was all set up. I was watching this being like, what's going on? Who is this? Is he important? Are you a main character? I thought Dracula was a minute ago, but we've not seen him in a bit. Um... <laughs> I think you've got to appreciate that in some way, though, because normally in animes, they will just be like, right, the main character, they've got pink hair. And they stick out like a sore fucking thumb. And it's just painful how, how they Trevor's, made it. Whereas Trevor's fur coat is very subtle. I mean, it's gone now. He's lost that. That's true. That's true. But you know what I mean. At least they've, at least it's like somewhat the same as others. Uh, and then that's kind of the end, really. I'm, 
I've written down some funny quotes. Oh, go ahead. But I've not written them down in context. So there's a bit where Trevor just very quietly whispers to himself, reflexes like a cat. Oh my god, that's when he falls through the floor. Um, And then the floor below then collapses. Because he lands after falling through one floor. He goes, reflexes like a cat. And then the next floor drops. And I wrote in my notes, could Trevor constitute as a himbo? Ooh, question. <laughs> now, in this show, what we aim to do is rate and rank vampires. However, in vampire media, we do get a lot of other characters, and sometimes we will have to take them into consideration. We'll have to. We will have to. Um, I don't know if he's buff enough. If he's buff enough? I don't think buffness doesn't come into him. Buffness though. comes into him. No, there's three no? aspects of a himbo. Fit, dumb, respects women. They're the three... They, they do have to be That's the dumb. trifecta but of himbo. You've got to think about the, the... A himbo, in my mind, loves working out. No, no. You're thinking of jock? No, no, no. A himbo loves working out. Because you've got to think... You've got to think. No, no, no. You've got to think thought. No, no, no. Himbo. I'm telling you... I'm you've telling you, I'll Cusco. find the thing. Cusco. Himbo. And you're saying... No, Kronk, not Cusco. Kronk. So Kronk. Apologies. Incorrect. Incorrect character. I, in my head, I was like, pull the lever, crunk. <laughs> no, himbo's, no, a himbo, a himbo has to be doesn't buff. have. No, it it doesn't. Look, yeah, it doesn't. I will fight I you, promise you on the battlefield. A Look, you'll be fighting be everybody that uses the term himbo. No, I won't. Um, I won't be. I'll find a thing. Leave a review and tell us what you think a himbo is. Himbo, Urban be. Dictionary. A man who is generally is stupid but tries hard to be respectful. Um, himbo, generally a large, attractive man. But it doesn't say enjoys working out. But yeah, but it's large. It's to... large. You've got to be a big, a big bulky boy. It's part of it. It's like... It's, Nate's not large. You called him a himbo. No, Nate is allowed to be himbo because when I think of himbos in real life, it's different to media himbos. Himbos in media have to be <laughs> super buff, dumb, and polite. But himbos in 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 real life can can have a variety of different qualities. But you've got you, in media, you have to have your classic himbo. It has to meet the highest. I saw himbo somebody do a. Um... I don't think Trevor's dumb enough to be a himbo. Well, I was gonna say that. I was like because. Sometimes I'm like, you're pretty thick. But he's, he's intellectual in fighting, and that's where it stops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that's what I mean, you know? There's got to be there's gotta be a scale. <laughs> there's, there's... Okay, right, I just want to keep doing quotes. So there's a bit where someone tells him, tells Trevor their name, and he just says very softly, I don't care. <laughs> uh, which is great. Uh, there's a bit where Cypher says, I think it's Cypher, uh, like a pee in a bucket and tell him it's beer. Oh, yeah. Um, and then the guy goes, he saved your life. And she just goes, he's rude. Because that's great. If someone's rude to you, absolutely feed them piss. That was when uh, he, he, she'd come back after he rescued her and they were like, we got to feed him and stuff like that because he keeps on whining about being hungry and needing beer. And she was like, I could piss in a bucket and call it beer. And he'd believe it. He would. He would. Unless it was really warm. Um, <laughs> and then, oh, oh, and then <laughs> the glove. There's a bit in the fight, the big fight at the end where they're fighting the priests, where I think it's a priest just takes off his glove. Oh, no, it's not his glove. He just 
backhands Trevor very softly. Yeah? <laughs> he just, just backhands him, and then Trevor just keeps insulting him, and then he just front slaps him. But again, it, it's so soft. It's so soft. It's so ridiculous. It's so stupid. The show is really dumb. It's really dumb. I like I it. I love it. I like it. But oh my god, the, the the stupid dialogue and moments like that is what was carrying me through. It was just me being like, <laughs> oh my Christ. Excuse me. I live for it. Do you know what? It keeps on going with it. G- great. It doesn't change. I'm glad. <laughs> it's got my vote. Um, <laughs> do you do you have a question for me about the show? Oh, I don't know. You put me on the spot. I know. Uh, when I did the practice episode, I gave Georgie time, prep time for this, but I didn't know if we were going to actually do this or not because oh, the practice true, yeah. episode was two hours long and we barely got through anything. Uh, <laughs> well, in general, like, I presume you enjoyed it. I did enjoy it, but I won't lie. If I hadn't been watching it for this, I don't know if I would have kept going because I oh, was okay. so confused. <laughs> because it was so like... And a bit of this is happening, and this is happening, and maybe this is going on. And I was like, "Who are the protagonists? Why do I care?" Um, and See, it took I don't a while know. To, it took a while to get there. Yeah, I don't know if it will get much clearer. But that, that's fine because now, now the dialogue has me hooked. Okay. But it was just early on. I was like, "Okay, witty banter alert between Lisa yeah. and Dracula." A lot happens. Like, a lot happens, and it just had me so lost as to what the show was about and now at the end of the season i know what the show's about so i'd want to watch more okay but off the bat i was like eh excuse me excuse me sir my question is do you think that the church is wrong to believe that there are demons and witches and to persecute them i think the church isn't wrong in knowing that there are but I think they're wrong to just take anyone uh, and be like, you're a witch. Because, they, I mean, they would have then taken Siphon. Safe Cypher. Cypher. But, but, my, my only argument here is... Oh, God, what was I thinking? I've forgotten. Well, okay, uh, let me put it this way. I, I had something to say. It's, it's the gone. church is, is, as we were saying before, like in real life, they just want control over everything, and I think the bishop that is in the um, the second town really shows that because these priests that are around him are implied to not even be priests because not not even any of them can actually bless holy water like and make holy water apart from like one because mm. the rest of them are just criminals dressed up as priests which is why they have weapons and can fight yeah that makes sense because I did, he I just did, wants I did control they just given clergymen weapons but that makes more sense yeah. no what I was going to say is because um, the science thing is where it gets kind of funny and stupid I don't know why they've maybe it'll become clearer in later seasons don't tell me if it does <laughs> but I don't know why they've gone for such a no there's science angle when Dracula can summon the hordes of hell. Hell, it's literally said hell. He says hell. Yeah, he does say he hell. He says the word hell. And and there is a witch. And they're like, but science. No, 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 church wrong. Church wrong. Science. No, there isn't a science witch. real. She's a magician. There's a, no, not a witch, magician. magician. <laughs> no, no, si- no magic. No, no, but yes, magic. But no magic, science. I'm like, oh, <laughs> What what angle are you going at? I think there's there's some stuff in later se- series that um <laughs> that could make some things more clear. 
but it also gets so much more complicated. Excellent. There's premium. Oh, I mean, I'm just remembering some of the things in later episodes, and I'm like, you're gonna be like, what the hell is this, Lauren? I'm excited. I am now gonna get up the most important part of the podcast, which is the vampire categories. Yeah. Are we doing both Dracula and Alucard? No, because we'll just do Dracula for this season, okay. and then. If we do next season, we do Alucard for that season. Yeah, there are there will be like five more vampires as well next season. I will tell you that. Excellent. Right. Okay. So first off, Dracula. The first category is da 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 horny on Maine. <laughs> so we're gonna go with I think ratings out of five yeah. is good here. Yeah. With five being really horny and one being basically asexual. Yeah. Um, how horny is Dracula for a vampire? Well, I feel he's got to be like maybe around a three because he did just immediately give up his isolation like straight up just because a woman appeared. <laughs> I mean, true, but also you've got to think he did live in isolation and not seek out women. Like he didn't like oh, a lot. True, of, a lot true. of classic representations of Dracula. He has his brides, and he's just got like a stream of women he's turned into vampires that yeah, are like, hanging around true. him. This Dracula. He's, you know what? He's an honest man. He's a monogamous man. He's monogamous. He believes in he believes in one partner and true love and and all that sort of malarkey. Yeah. So, I feel like he's he's not driven by his horny. He's, he's driven by his heart. Little penis. He's cold undead. Is he undead? We we're not we're not on that section yet. <laughs> of like, is it actually a vampire? Um. So I'd I'd say three. I'd say three is fair. Like two, three, two. Should yeah, we go two point like five? I should make notes of this. I need a pen. I'd say <laughs> maybe two point five because, like, you know, he hasn't seeked out. He's monogamous, but a woman did come in, completely sass him, and he just kind of went, oh, "Okay." I feel like two. Yeah, two, two, two. Because he's he's definitely got it. He's got it in him. He yeah. saw a woman and was like, "They yes. literally had a kid." Like, I feel like it was pretty quick. <laughs> Not instantaneous. Um, <laughs> so our next character is. Da la la, dummy bit. <laughs> dummy bit. Right, so I forgot these. D- dummy bit, which is a terrible name. Um, which is this category is how stupid is he? How much of a dumbass? Literally, he? I would say point five because okay, hear me out. You would say he's not, you know, like he's he's got all of this these science stuff and everything like that, but this this. If he had any thought in his head about what his wife would have wanted, he wouldn't have gone and attacked everyone. Like, you that know... Is, that is... Sh- he, he was very reactionary there. Like... Yeah. He had I a d- whole year to decide not to. He still did it. He, he did. He did. Also, what a... We, I, don't, I don't even know if we have a, char- a category for dick move, but... He put his kid, like, out of action. Oh, yeah. Like, his wife died and he's like, well, son. I did note down that he's not a very good father. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we can't have a a category about how good they are as parents, though, because of the rarity of vampire parents. Yeah, exactly. But he's not... He's not world's number one dad. No, I I'll, I'd say one because he yeah he's he's yeah. really smart. He has knows loads about science. Uh, and so all of this socially ranking. dumb. He's he's socially dumb. Yeah. Yeah. So I think one is a fair ranking for the dummy bit category. Um, we then have big spook, little spook. 
How spooky is he? I would say he's pretty... Like, she wasn't phased, but she probably should have been. Like, he's a big boy. The way she le- he leans over her at the beginning... Like, he's proper looming. Is he, like, seven foot I know, or something? but I think her sheer disregard for him has to dent his score at least a little bit. I guess... So. Well, no, because then picture him when he's, like, the flame. He literally scares the shit into everyone. He, like, blows out the windows of True, the whole he cathedral. Does, he doesn't have any subtlety. I feel like well, a really spooky vampire, like a really scary vampire, has to, like, creep you out first. Okay. And then, and then sort of build to that crescendo. Whereas he just hides in a castle, and then he's like, zero to a hundred real quick, flame <laughs> face. I think the, the entire population of Wallachia would probably say five out of five, though, I'm just saying. If everybody yeah, apart yeah. from a select few I want to give him a four though I want to give him a four be- because of her reaction to him we, we can do that but I, I think she did also walk through a field of impaled skulls on her own so I feel like she was probably pretty fearless she, just, she was on a and mission she still banged him <laughs> <laughs> She was like, I'd rather you not do this anymore. And he's like, I stopped doing that ages ago. She's like, are you going to tidy up? Those no. skulls look pretty fresh to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, you know what? She just has a five out of five courage. Yeah. So, yeah, he's... F- I, I'm, I'm willing to give him a five. He's pretty... Spook. You know, I mean, he's like the stereotypical I'm almost wondering if it. this needs to be a t- an out of ten rating. Maybe. Because I, I, I feel like he can't be the top. But four feels rude. So nine? Four point five? I don't want points. I'm not here for oh, it. Oh okay. So okay, right, right. I've okay. Nine for spook. Yeah. Horny four or three? Three. Three. Dummy one still. Still one. Still one. Okay, right. This is the first episode, guys. We are adapting as we go. We're uh, the first it. official episode, the test episode was <clears> two <throat> hours long and we got through nothing. Um <laughs> We then have <laughs> There's two, there's two options for this round, for the name, and I would like people to tweet me, I'll tell you my tw- Twitter handle at the end, but tweet me and tell me which one you think is best, if anyone, even if we get one tweet about this, we'll make that the name. <laughs> so it's the fashion category, and we're either going to call it Gok Fang or Ugly Bitey, <laughs> and I love Ugly Bitey. <laughs> I like Gok Fang because I'm the one that came up with this. <laughs> Gok Fang is really, really good, but I like Ugly Bitey because of the visceral negative reaction you all had in the pub when I suggested it. Ugly Bitey. Again, pub, back when pub was allowed. Qualifier, qualifier, <laughs> qualifier. <laughs> Cries. Cries. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so for now we'll call it Gok Fang because that is what we all agreed on. How fashionable is he? I... I don't think he's very fashionable i mean obviously if you like the the kind of cloaky look then yeah I th- one outfit <laughs> but then again in anime everybody only ever has one outfit yeah. like that you you can't you can't like that can't be part someone. of it So we had brief uh, technical difficulties there, so we're just gonna have to re-go over what we were saying for the fashion section. Yeah. So we we looked up a picture of of Dracula, uh, and he had almost a piratey va- vampire-y 
look with some red and black and a bit of white. Very nice sleeves on very his Very nice cuffs. Yeah. Very yeah. nice cloak. Um, we, we approve. Very stereotypical vampire look. Um, so yes, we, we vaguely approve of that. We vaguely approve. We went with a seven. Um, but that's just because like, I don't think that you can go higher than a seven if you're just dressed like a vampire. Yeah. Because it's a bit of a dumb look. So even the best looking vampire still looks a bit like an idiot. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And a bit bougie. And a bit bougie. Yeah. <laughs> bougie. He's the bourgeoisie, as we've said. Um, so we went with a seven. Yeah. We then started to discuss the next category. Simp Factor with Simon Growl. <laughs> does, does that seem a bit inauthentic things we don't have someone called Simon Growl with us do you know what it reminds me of do you remember that CBBC and they'd have uh, the host and then that puppet dog what if well if you don't if you don't know what I'm talking about like they would they would be there before they presented the shows I know the concept you're talking about like the B- the CBBC presenters yeah and then at one point they had a, a dog. What was the dog called? <sighs> Couldn't tell you. I remember Nev. Not Nev. Nev the bear with the, with the I ear I feel bites. like I, KG would know. I'm sorry I've let you down. <laughs> I'm sorry. We, we're trying to talk about Simp Factor. Right. Uh, we, me and Lauren started... Not get distracted. Before the technical difficulties, uh, me and Lauren got into a very heated argument um, about the fact that you think that he's unsimpable because he's married and therefore unavailable. And I think <laughs> that that's ridiculous because he's not going to call you either way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I suppose it depends how you simp for a character. That's what I mean. So if, if I, I, could, I can think of a character and be like, that's they're cool... Or like, oh, they're hot. But if I'm going to simp for a character... They need to be theoretically available to you. (laughs) Absolutely ridiculous. I feel like this is going to massively bias the results. Um, Um, I think they are simpable, but not for me personally. So, but... Alright, so how would you rate him out of ten on simp factor? Well, to be fair, he does look a bit greasy. He does a bit <laughs> He does look a bit greasy. He did murder the world. He also doesn't really listen to his wife's wishes. Yeah. Is it bad that I'm not that fussed on the world destroying part? Oh no, that's fine. <laughs> but I- I'm saying that he- the world destroying part is a problem specifically because his wife didn't want him to. Yeah. Like in itself, fine, very reasonable. Honestly, I would do it too. Maybe some anger um, issues in there. Yeah. <laughs> I think he needs to go to therapy. Actually, quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know what? Simp factor. I'm, th- I'm feeling, I'm feeling a two. Yeah, I don't think he's very simpable, if I'm honest. But I want to, on the fly, add a category right now that we then have to come up with a funny name for. Oh god. Uh, how badly do they need therapy? Um. <laughs> he really. That's ten out of ten. Psycho vamp analysis. Vamp Yeah, something like that. I think would be good. Psycho analysis <laughs> is bad, and therefore I'm sure that's we'll what work on called. it. Um, no, but I think his is ten out of ten because he had problems before he even had his wife. He, he yeah, but it's we can't just give him ten out of ten because I feel like every single vampire <laughs> is going to get ten out of ten. Yeah, I mean, I, we don't know we don't know how you came to be a vampire or anything like that. Um, we also know, but he did he did impale a lot of people before that. He did, but he seemed very confident in that decision and in himself. 
That doesn't mean he didn't need therapy. <laughs> but what are we saying? Is what what qualifies a vampire for need of therapy? Yeah? I think I feel it's about their emotional well-being and health. Well, he's gonna have to go to grief counselling. Yes. And anger management. Yes. So instead of saying out of ten, should we say what therapy they need? <laughs> Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> Grief counselling. Anger management. Uh, and maybe some conflict resolution strategies. Anger management. <laughs> I don't know why I'm writing this down. This isn't... This isn't... This is part ridiculous. Of the this, sh- this should just be discussed. I don't need to make notes on this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's fair. And then we, we come to our final category, uh, which is where we're really going to get into the nitty gritty of this. And I think it's a really bad name for this category, so if you have a better idea, send one in. Is it a vampire? Is he a vampire, as we understand vampires? I would say yes. He... I would say no. Oh, is it because you haven't seen him, like, nibble? I've not seen him nibble for a start, but beyond that, he reads... He's he's demon-y. He's so demon-y. He can do pretty intense magic in terms of the fire stuff and the teleporting. He teleported a bunch. Well, okay, okay. What would you what would you say does constitute a vampire then? Because obviously, I have the knowledge of what the other vampires are like in the series as well, which will mm. might affect my decision. So, um, a vampire. This is up for much heated debate, and I'm sure the definition will change over the course of us doing this. But sunlight can't go in sunlight. Stake through the heart. Drinks blood. I almost want to include invited in, but that one's less necessary. Yeah. But if we think about his actual powers, he can teleport, create his face in fire, he has contacts in okay. hell, and well, can summon demons. What else does he do in the show? What am I missing? I wouldn't say that having magical abilities would make him less of a vampire. Mm. Because in a lot of media that I see, there'll be the vampire will have maybe one special quote-unquote ability especially if you think about it this is anime if they can shove magic in anywhere they will they will they will that's fair but when he was threatening the old woman was it daylight or was it the evening i think he it was it was dusk it was dusk so we've not seen any vampires in the daylight in the show as of yeah i mean i could make comment on it because i know if you want me to you know what just just because it's not that spoilery yeah, in the show they can't. Okay. He's got the big teeth. Alucard is different because his mum was human. He's... Yeah, okay. But we're he's, not discussing Alucard, so... He's got the teeth. Yeah. He's got the big castle. Yeah. He's got the murder. Yeah. He's got the bourgeoisie. Yeah, and he's he can't go out in sunlight. I think the yeah. the power thing is fair game. You can question it with the with the connection to hell thing, but it does get a bit crazy later on. And you, you know gotta remember I... in typical law, Dracula is like the big boy of the vampires. Yeah. The big boy. So like big he, he boy. might <laughs> He <laughs> might typically have more power uh-huh. than other ones. Valid. You know what? You've convinced me. You've convinced me. He's he's vampire plus. Yeah. All right. He gets a tick. He gets to go in the yes category of is he a vampire? So, three horny, one dummy, nine spooky, seven fashion, two simp, <laughs> and yes, he's a vampire. He's indeed a vampire. And he has been rated. He has been vamped. 
by the Vamping vamped. podcast. Should we clink our mugs? Yeah. There we go. Tell tell the audience what tea you're drinking. Uh, Christmas tea. <laughs> um, it's the third of October. Which honestly, but I feel like cinnamon is like a, an autumnal spice anyway, yeah. which allows me as Halloweening. <laughs> Halloweening. Halloween. Halloweeny. You a little Halloween. In person. Um, I forgot the word. Embodying. Personified. Personified. That's, that's the word. What? 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 What's the date? We are actually wearing the colours that relate to our favourite holidays. So I'm wearing orange and black, and Lisa is wearing. I'm just I, at the minute. I'm currently just in burgundy. Just in burgundy. Head to toe. But you did. You did have your green coat. You know. You can dress as Christmas when you feel like it. Which is all the time. <laughs> most of the year. <laughs> <laughs> end a podcast is the question um, now i don't know sometimes they like just end it abruptly but sometimes they have like a little thing do you would you want like a little thing at the end oh uh, lauren Oi. please please tell the viewers how they can find you online how they can find me online yeah what if you get a following um <laughs> what if four people start chasing you home actually yeah no <laughs> i'd rather my following be in person thank you <laughs> all right so your only existence to the vamping viewers will be your occasional guest appearances. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I, do, I don't have Twitter or anything. That's so valid. I mean, it's just... I, I'm just afraid of getting Twitter. It seems really toxic in, in times, and I'm like, I can't be it's, that. it's a spooky place. It's a spooky place. Um, my Twitter, which I occasionally use, uh, and also, please give me suggestions for a new Twitter handle, honestly, is LovecraftyLeaser. Because, you know what, I like the works, but my god is he racist. Oh yeah, he's a bit... He's, it's so bad. It's, it's a bit... It's potent. Um, and <laughs> it, in, in these times, I feel like my Twitter handle should be changed. But to find me for now... On TikTok, you could find me. I don't post any videos, um, <laughs> but I am called, called Here Weeb Go Again. Here, just to be clear, weeb go again. Here weeb, weeb. go again. Weeb as in a weeaboo. Um, oh, because they didn't know. The audience was very confused. <sighs> <laughs> I hope that sigh was audible. <laughs> uh, and I'm sure I'll be a guest on any vampire anime. Well, when we do the best piece of vampire media of all time, Vampire's Kiss. Um, and you, also Vampire's Kiss. You will be on, no? Yeah. But in general, you're just going to get me on for like animes and manga because yeah. I'm the weeb friend. Yeah. Though I have infected KT. Not KG. KT. Yeah, KT. Yeah, <laughs> I love that Kate because it used to be straighty and gaty, but we've fully just admitted now that Katie gets to keep her name and KG Even just gets Even though Katie's actual name is Kate and KG's name is actually Katie. It's just, I've, I've fully just gone for full names now when we're on the group chat. <laughs> I mean, you don't need to for anybody else, really. It's just, just those two. It's just those two. God damn it, it's so confusing. We should kill one of them. <laughs> what if they came back as a vampire? <laughs> <gasps> and then they took the podcast over from me? Terrible. A crime. Do you know what? It would be a crime if somebody in the group became a vampire and didn't turn everybody else that wanted to be turned, obviously. Well, it depends entirely on the vampire rules. Because yeah. it seems like the vampires in this show have a lot of autonomy. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be happy to be one of these vampires because they seem to have oh, yeah. cool superpowers. That should be a question. Would you be the, would you be this vampire? 
Would I be this vampire? Yeah, would you be a Castlevania vampire? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think if I could have a magic sword that followed me around, I would feel very pretty. Uh, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts, as is the standard thing I hear everyone who has a podcast say. Uh, we use the Anchor app, which I think means it just gets distributed everywhere, but genuinely I've no idea. Uh, <laughs> if you know more about podcasts than me, just give me just just give me a bell. Just te- let her know. Sort me out. Sort me out. Get me on the right track. Um, <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> Stay safe. Stay safe, yeah. God. Not from COVID. Just from vampires. From vampires. From <laughs> specifically Nicolas Cage. He's a threat! <laughs> He's a threat. He's feral. <laughs> <laughs>